my my biggest goal whenever we're working with somebody is that they would find a way to be prepared for anything that mm-hmm. could ever come in front of them and they would stare at it and say i can do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah and, and that that mom who's just had her two kids and she's pretty sure she's destined for like nothingness the rest of the way she can come in and rediscover mm-hmm. exactly how amazing she is yeah and what what's capable for her next 45 years yeah, of her life I'm Kyle Virick, and this is the Know Your Leading Edge podcast. Well, welcome to the Know Your Leading Edge podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Virick, and I am honored today to be with our fantastic coach, Sonia Chamberlain. Sonia is uh, a phenomenal coach and person more so than even coach, but Outside of this place, you play so many roles. Um, you're a midwife. Mm-hmm. I just recently got the joke about your uh, bumper, sticker, bumper sticker, which yep, was yep. fantastic. <laughs> so if you haven't, if you've seen Sonia around town, she has uh, uh, here in Wenatchee, she has a, a vehicle that has a, a bumper sticker that says, midwives help people out. And it took me about a year to figure that joke out because I'm very slow. A little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Well, Sonia is uh, is one of our uh, our fantastic coaches here at Leaf, and we're really excited to get a chance to talk with her about her CrossFit journey, about her fitness journey, her life journey as a mom, as a as a as a fantastic athlete as a career uh, professional in midwife and uh, we're going to learn a little bit about her education background which i learned a little bit today as well so sonia went to whitman college this is her her return trip to washington state Mm -hmm. and sonia you were um where did where did you grow up remind me where you uh colorado and then ellensburg colorado yep so then to Ellensburg, the West. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. And uh, and from Ellensburg, where did you end up? Uh, where'd you go from there? Yeah. So Ellensburg, then then to Walla Walla for Whitman, um, for my BA, and uh, then hopped around between Washington and the Midwest for the next twenty years or so until now. Got it. Mm-hmm. Washington and Mid—that's because you had some fa- different family had moved. And- it was mostly just jobs. So oh, really? yeah, after Whitman, then we were out in. Wisconsin for a couple of years for work, then back in Spokane, then back in Minnesota. And that's where we were for 15 years until now. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So you got your, your bachelor of arts in English from Whitman. Correct. Did you do your, your graduate stuff there as well? No, no. So my or master's did... was through a program in North Carolina. Okay. Um, at Warren Wilson college in Asheville. Cool. Yeah. So I right. was there for a little while and then Spokane and Hopped all over the place. So I yeah. had no idea, but Sonia, tell so your master's of fine arts in creative writing yes. because you poetry. used to. Yes, I write poetry. Yes, poetry. Yep, yep. Which was my intent from age about seventh grade. I decided no this kidding. is what I'm going to do and went for it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. How did you? How did you build on that? Do your parents were like, yeah, no, that seems totally reasonable. Let's go with this poetry situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they were always just like, do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, there was no like a poet. You're going to be poor, you know, <laughs> which is true. 
<laughs> but, really uh, but yeah, I got my got my English degree and then ended up getting a scholarship for graduate school, which was what made it possible. Because, cool. you know, graduate school is expensive. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, then did poetry. And then right about the time I was finishing up that master's is when we had our daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I was just focusing on being a parent for a few years. And then that swerved me over into my new profession. Do you have some... Mm-hmm poetry books at home you got some some jams you want to throw on the podcast today or what you know. got some more okay. i don't know that's a, that's put a, you on the spot here so yeah that's a little more of a left turn than yeah. people might <laughs> might want okay fair fair point so and then uh you took that left turn yeah when did you decide that you wanted to go into medicine where, where was that it was at between why? my two kids yeah. so 2000 Let's get this right for my daughter's sake. Four, she was born. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and then just kind of started getting interested in it in like midwifery care and women's health, and so uh, pursued it shortly after my son was born, okay. um, and spent the next five years or so training and apprenticing, wow. and so it was about a five year process. Wow. Um, and got licensed in late 2013. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good. Do you love your profession? I do. Work that you I do? totally love it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. What's the best part about yeah. it? Um, I think watching people with firsts, you know, first mm, baby, yeah. first time, you know, first time going through labor, people turning into parents for the first time. Um, I mean, there's lots of fun things about it, but it's just, it's different every day, you know, um, and it makes it worth it when you're up all night and, and you get to be with people at this really mm super intense moment in their life for sure that not many people get to witness so it feels like kind of a a secret life sometimes but uh yeah yeah it's it's cool yeah well it's it's uh i can only imagine what's great if you're out there and you're looking for a midwife you know (laughs) a lot of our clients happen to also have somehow like we keep finding clients through the same relationship Uh so uh it's pretty cool too they're like oh man yeah Uh my wife i think is actually working with sonia right yeah it's it's really cool so we're uh we're birthing our our next generation of crossfitters uh right through your practice that's right so that's right cool yeah all right so we uh here at leading edge athletics and fitness we get the chance to work with all types of people you come from a unique background in Mm -hmm. that you didn't like play a whole pile of sports and you weren't zero athletic right you were at home just jamming on some poetry you know (laughs) yeah i was a i was like a i was a school obsessed kid music okay played cello and piano and sang in choirs and you know kind of went that route but really when i look back on it um i I spent a lot of time kind of looking down on like the jock group. Oh, really? But I think really I was jealous. Mm. Like I, I think I wanted to be part of it, yeah. but I was nervous. And, sure. and I was, I would always say like, Oh, I'm just, you know, that's not my thing. Like I'm not competitive, Yeah. but I think what it was now that I can see it, I think sure. I was actually super competitive okay. and I didn't want to lose. Okay. And I, so I didn't want to try it, Got you it. know, which is not the best attitude, but sure. when you're 12 or 15 or whatever. And I see that in my son. Hmm. I think he actually is hyper competitive, but yeah. he's so afraid of um, not doing a good job that he's like, no, I just, I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, um, I did throughout like late grade school and junior high run. 
that was the only thing I did. Yeah. So would sign up for like a 10 K with a friend once in a while or, but never yeah. did anything consistent beyond like forced PE class. Forced PE. <laughs> and then in college, you know, people are like, let's go to the pool or let's go on a jog. So yeah. I started just kind of doing stuff. Never, never team sports. Cause by then you kind of feel like you've missed the boat, yeah. you know, like nobody taught me how to play basketball or I don't know the rules of soccer and now I'm going to look like an idiot. So there was a lot of like, fear of like well i just don't i don't know how to do those yeah. things i'm not gonna you know once in a while you go out and you know play some frisbee with people or whatever but i was just like nah it's not my thing got um but i think i always kind of wanted it to be i just didn't know how to break in got it yeah yeah well, so let's yeah nothing let's consistent. talk more about your family so we we brought up your your son and your mm -hmm, daughter mm -hmm. so and and uh lawrence is uh, a part of the gym here mm -hmm, so tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about your family um yeah so my <laughs> husband Lori, and i met in uh at, at walla Walla actually in at whitman yeah um and our first connection was actually because we both had joined rowing teams when we studied abroad. Yeah. Our, our college didn't have a rowing team. So that was our first date. That was how he, that was his hook. He yeah. said, Hey, let's go, let's go to the gym and row together. Lori's got some serious game. <laughs> so, um, that's how we kind of started hanging out uh -huh. near the end of college. Um, and yeah, we have two kids, daughter and a son, yeah. they're teenagers. Um, and, uh, do they have names? Do they, they do, they do. Edie and August. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and I think, um, I say that jokingly. I love both of them very much. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to make sure their names actually got out in the public. So. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun to have them in the CrossFit world. I mean, but my daughter more than my son is interested in everything we do in the gym. Um, but that's been, that's one of the main motivations kind of, well, one of the, one of the reasons I keep doing it is to watch her, hmm. um, I think especially for a lot of teenage girls, there comes this balance point where you kind of stop having fun, like on the playground or whatever. Cause sure. I remember as a kid, I was doing flips around the bars yeah. and like all sorts of things that like now, if I did those in the gym, people would be like, Oh my gosh, that's an amazing trick. You know? Right. And when you're nine, you just, you don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. You know? And then you get into junior high and the playground goes away. Yeah. And then you have to try and be thin. That's the project as a female. That's, that's the assignment. You know, and, and it's so ingrained. And so then you spend, or at least this was my experience, spend the next 10, 15 years just like, what do I need to do to be thin? I need to run, need to not eat. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So to be able to raise a daughter in an environment around other, not just women, just people, yeah. Because in a CrossFit gym, there's so much equality, I think, of like, yeah. no one's like, oh, well, the ladies can't pick up the heavy stuff. Sure. You know, like, because half the time the girls are kicking the boys' butts. For um, sure. For sure. And so uh, for a daughter at age 13 to come in and be like, oh, wait, like, so the project is to be strong and not skinny. Yeah. Was huge for her. Yeah. Because she, I mean, I'm a big person. My husband's a big person. We're not like, we're not 5'1. I don't weigh 120. That was never going to be the path. Yeah. And so she got to see that like at a really formative time. Yeah. And it's made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. Well, they're both, both tremendous. I, I really appreciate both of them. And, um, August gets the chance to, uh, come in here and he takes good ownership of the gym. He, he does. helps clean it. Yep. Loves yep. to, uh, be in here and have his hands in the project. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, and I've had the chance to coach ED too, and they're mm -hmm. just wonderful. They're wonderful extensions of both you and Lori oh, and your thanks. parenting thanks. and just the quality of their character is like, 
it's it's so cool and it's really cool for me to have Edie be a person who I can say hey you know to my own daughters mm-hmm, to say mm-hmm. do you see what she's doing mm-hmm, do you mm-hmm. and uh, that they can find ways to aspire so I think yeah, yeah. for as a father of two daughters myself like you know that really concerns me the things that you're talking about mm-hmm. and we we're already starting to emerge with some of those things that we need to address mm-hmm. It's a hard puzzle, it is. but it is. it's one of the things that is really important about an environment like this. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that we chose to do something really hard, which was to create a gym, because um, my hope was that my children and plenty of children in this community could come in and find their value through hard work yeah. and character and being around people who really want to chase goals and work hard Mm -hmm. and earn things and not just be given things so yeah yeah anyway yeah well that's cool i i certainly uh i adore your family and we're grateful that you guys decided to come back from the all the lakes of minnesota back to washington (laughs) we are too so sonia um had at the start of our gym here in april we had kind of a task we really wanted to establish this new class offering that we didn't feel like really existed here um, in our local community and um, which was around functional fitness but a lot of folks are pretty um, either they it's a little too complex crossfit is or maybe it's a little unapproachable maybe they don't have time um, necessarily or maybe mentally they just don't want to have to learn every day so um, we we crafted this craft class pardon my language there um, we crafted this class um, called green light and that green light it means when you get in here you can just go and you've been the the chief uh, architect mm-hmm. for the programming there 45 minutes yep um very interval based most of the time mm-hmm. some circuit work mostly mm-hmm. body weight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um can you talk to us a little bit about talk to the listeners about um what is green light mm-hmm. Who's it for mm-hmm. and why are we doing it? And then tell us about maybe what you've seen through the people who have been taking that green light class. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you spoke a little bit to what green light is, but really it's, um, I think it's, it's an entry point for people who need, um, like you said, a high efficiency exercise, something where they can get in. They don't have to have um, a lot of skills under their belt. Yeah. They can walk in um, the first day and just do the workout, not be too confused by a lot of the movements. Um, we do do a lot of body weight stuff. We use simple implements that aren't hard to control dumbbells and kettlebells and a lot of in jump ropes, but things that people are usually pretty familiar with. Yeah. Um, but I think it um, what sets it apart from, you know, just maybe going to a class at another gym or working out on your own on the fitness machines is um, what a lot of CrossFit gyms have, which I think Leaf has, is this really like deep community feel to it. Yeah. And that's the reason why a lot of people are committed to their CrossFit gyms. Yeah. And so Greenlight creates that without the piece of kind of the CrossFit intimidation thing that I think yeah, a lot of yeah. people have. Yeah. So some people are like, I don't know, I can't, I can't pick up a barbell. I can't do all that fancy stuff. It's like, okay, just take that out of the picture for a minute. It's all the same stuff. So you, what you get, I think, in green light classes is what we're starting to see is a lot of cohesion around the same people coming all the time, bringing their friends. Um, we try and do a mix of days where the workouts are on your own and then other days are team-based where you have a partner, maybe you have a couple people, you're in a little group of three. Um, and it's right. a shared experience. Um, so it's something that really, um, 
it creates bonding just because everybody's doing the same thing all together um, with coaching, with a lot of attention to form um, and making sure that everybody's safe and performing well. Um, and what I see is kind of the light bulb going on for a lot of people of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting stronger. I'm, I'm, I have more stamina. I always like to ask people in class, what are you noticing after coming for a while that doesn't have to do with the gym? Yeah. Because I think that's the most interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are like, well, I'm sleeping better. Or sure. I can sit at my desk after my workout and my back doesn't hurt. Um, and because it's different every day, we have different workouts every day. It's not like, oh, we're going to go and do the bike again. That's what we always do at Greenlight. You right. know, if, if you don't look ahead of time at the, the workout, you have no idea what's coming. Right. And a lot of people really like that. They don't have to think about it, but they know it's going to be fresh. Yeah. Um, and, and they get to push themselves in, in a way they wouldn't if they were in a gym by themselves. For sure. Um, or just going out and jogging by themselves. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, just, I just like to see the consistency that people have started to form. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're excited to be here. You know, yeah. they're, they're cutting out of work to get here on time and, you know, get yeah. everything done. And yeah, it's, I it's think exciting. One, I think one of the things that I've found... One, people, every day, I'll look at the program. I'm like, I wonder how this one's going to go. Because mm -hmm. Sonia, Sonia, you're writing it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know as a programmer, sometimes you're on the other end and you're like, I wonder how this one's going to go. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll look at it and I'll look at them and say, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. was a good one. Uh -huh. You know? And it just continues to affirm that. So mm -hmm. it's really cool. The other the other thing that you, you did speak about already, but I just want to reemphasize is that it's, it's 45 minutes and they can come in and really shut off their brain. Yeah. So many yeah. of the folks that we have coming to this gym for green light, um, they're really in high intensity professionals. We've got physicians, we've got lawyers, we've got um, people who are doing a really high pressure sales work mm -hmm. in, the, in the agricultural industry, fruit industry. And frankly, they need a place where they can come to, know they're going to be safe and, and absolutely shut off yep. the buttons outside. And so when they show up for our green light classes, they know that, that we have their back, that we're mm -hmm. going to keep them safe mm -hmm. and that they can come in and just go for it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, you know, if that's you out there and you're not sure whether or not this thing is for you, we've got a free trial class, frankly. Um, if you need three free trial classes, you come in and make sure it's the right fit for you. Um, but man, I'm, uh, I couldn't be more excited to see how it's impacting people's lives. And what, what's wonderful about it too, is the step off point to saying, oh, you know, we bump right up into CrossFit mm -hmm. and then people start to realize I am capable of oh, yeah. these things. Yeah. And the, the other hidden part is that we're not doing different things. These are not different coaches. When you coach Greenlight right. at 1145, you coach CrossFit at 1230. Mm -hmm. You're getting the same expert coaching in both classes. Right, right. And what, what makes this place different, what makes what we do different is that you you know everyone and you care to make sure that they we send them out I, I talk to people about this a lot you come in however you come in whatever you bring in with we're going to challenge you just enough mm -hmm. we're going to send you back out the door healthy energized and ready to take on the rest of your day yep. we're not trying to destroy you mm -hmm. we're trying to build you up so mm -hmm. our job as coaches is really to dose that appropriately mm -hmm. 
put the right program together and make sure that you can be challenged and be better when you leave. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think your programming and your coaching and the coaching across the board with our staff has been exactly that. So mm-hmm. very excited and grateful to you for the, all the all the work that it takes. Because yeah, on the fun. back end, it's it is it, it can be a little bit you're you're sort of hanging out hoping that what you're writing is good. Yeah. So um, let's talk about you as a, as a coach and an athlete, mm-hmm. as a CrossFit athlete. We talked about the fact that it wasn't maybe in your background. So where did no. you get started? No. Why did you get started? Mm-hmm. And uh, now, and then transitioned in. Now you're a coach of the thing. Right, right. Um, well, let's, I think, you know, after having kids, I kind of went back to just jogging, which is probably kind of when you have little babies, it's just like put on your shoes and run out the door as best you can. That's your alone time. Sure, sure. So uh, that worked for a while, but especially as I was getting into midwifery at the time, the way I was practicing when we lived in uh, the Midwest was I did a lot of driving as well. Um, Midwifery is a very fun word to say. Midwifery. Midwifery. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Um, And so anyway, all the driving, all the sitting, (laughs) all the, you know, being with people a long time in labor in weird positions and you're crouched over, you're doing these things. It was really hard on my body. Yeah. Um, And I'd really had back pain and back issues off and on since I was about 18. Yeah. um, Which... I later figured out was probably because all I was doing was running and not yeah. really getting strong. But Got at the it. time, I didn't know that. Anyway, um, so my husband and I were, you know, by that point, we kind of liked to exercise together and we wanted to stay fit. And we tried some different things, mainly just on our own. Yeah. Um, when the kids were little, we would go to the Y and I would do the elliptical and the treadmill because that's what ladies are supposed sure, to do. Sure, and he'd sure. go in the weight room. Yeah. And the weight room, like, intimidated me, yeah. you know. Um it's hilarious, and, uh, by the way, yeah. that that's the case. <laughs> now, I now know, it's hilarious. I know, it is hilarious, yeah. Um, so uh, we had a few friends when we moved to Minnesota who were doing this CrossFit thing. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of weird. And a lot of barbell, I don't know. And they said, oh, you, you, you'd like it. I bet you'd like it. And I thought, no, that's just not, it's not in the cards. I don't, I, it, and I was intimidated. I didn't really know anything about CrossFit. So I didn't have any vision of like the elite people or anything like that. I just thought like, it sounds, sounds hardcore, man. Sure, like, sure. I, don't, I don't know. Um, but a friend finally convinced me to come and try. And, uh, so I think it was probably only about two classes in and I thought, mm, I think I kind of found my thing. That's cool. Um, that's cool. And I just got hooked and, my husband, Lori, for about two months, he was like, what are you doing over there? I heard that's like a cult or something, you know? And yeah. He's like, you're going to start buying all these weird clothes. And, you know, he just was, he was, he completely poo-pooed it. Really? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. great. Um, but then I think he started seeing how much I was liking it. And yeah. he's like, oh, wait a minute. You get to like deadlift in there? I'm like, yeah. So I pulled him in pretty quick. Yeah. And then it was off to the races. That's so good. Um, and uh, and really, right away, what it was was that gym that we joined yeah. in Minnesota. What was um, the name of that? CrossFit Grow. CrossFit Grow. Um, Shout out CrossFit Grow. Yes. Um, the 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 people there. Yeah. And that's and and really the reason we are here is because the kind of gym community that we found there is what we wanted to retain. Yeah. You know, um, super awesome leadership great cohesion of coaches just people who are going to like greet you when you walk in the door we're all in this together great friends um right away i found a group of people that were like you should do do a competition and i'm like what hell no (laughs) sure you know um but they were like oh come on you know 
you have you run a 5k with your friends before and I said, yeah yeah they're like then sign up yeah um and then it just kind of kept going um and and you do get addicted in the best way to the fact that you're learning all these new things and you're yeah. seeing progress and especially when you start you know you get to you're lifting more and more all the time and you're learning all these things you know there's i can probably count on two hands but at least one the things that i've learned since i turned 40 that i had just pushed to the back of the drawer and thought like those are things i never learned to do as a kid in gym class yeah and i'll never like they're not available to me anymore because i'm not i'm not young i'm not strong enough yeah i mean you're nearly dead at this point right i mean you're right. what you're you're a mom and now yeah, i'm gotta... 43 like i've got one foot in the grave <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but you know i never like in gym class when you're six years old they just say climb the rope and either you can or you can't sure there's no instruction yeah yeah maybe there is if you're lucky but i never experienced yeah. it um and uh so you watch the kids that can and then you stand there and you can't um so then, you know, I'm 40 years old and here I am climbing to the top of a rope thinking, how'd that happen? You know, but you get good coaching, you get people cheering you on. Um, you know, a lot of adults in the world, especially women are like, well, I can't do a pull up. That's just not, that's not a thing that's ever going to be available to me. What do you know? You know? Um, so you, you see enough stuff like that and you're like, wait a minute, this is really fun. Um, and then it gets more and more fun to kind of push and push yourself. And, um, and that's why I got into coaching too, is that I think, I mean, being a midwife is kind of like being a coach, sure. you know, there's a lot of just like guiding people, cheering them on, knowing what to say or not say at the right moment. Um, so it felt kind of natural, but you, once you have enough of those successes and those firsts in the gym, I think if you if you have like the personality to be a coach, you want to help other people get mm. them, you know. So for me, it's a lot more fun to help someone get their first pull up than to coach. I mean, it's fun to coach really advanced people, but they kind of like they've got a lot going on for them. Yeah. But the person who's like, I just want to do a pull up. I'm like, yeah. OK, let's make it happen, you know. Yeah. Um, and to be able to like walk along with them and see that is super exciting. Yeah. So that's that's why I started down the coaching road. That was maybe two or three years in. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, you're so yeah. naturally gifted at it. And yeah, I think that teachers in general are born coaches, yeah, teachers. Yeah. They, you, you sort of either you're thinking about, I don't know, small details, or you just realize you're looking around like, ooh, I, the, the way that I live my life at times is like, I'm always searching for an opportunity somewhere to help someone or mm -hmm. to find a, find a conversation where something that I have can be added to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was really hard. You know, there's this like long standing CrossFit rule that's like, don't coach only the coach in the room is the coach and you're not supposed to help anybody right. which is like basically telling me i'm going to die because <laughs> i can't walk by something i mean just this morning oh, you're right. coaching yeah. right and i yeah. look over and one of lily is yeah. is working on her bar muscle ups so i'm like pull down on the bar yeah. you know i'm yeah. not even coaching her i'm a completely different session <laughs> right, but it's right. really tough for me to think i might have something that yeah. could help and not offer yeah, it yeah. and i think that the same you know this the the kind of qualities that you bring as a human being to and then to your profession mm -hmm. and then into this space or why people just gravitate towards you and just feel really impacted by you i think people will be pretty amazed um knowing what a 
Uh, this will probably put us in the explicit category. What a badass you are. Um, sorry, Apple. Um, but because given the fact that they see you every day in here, yeah. to know that where you came from not doing any of this stuff. So, no, no. Like, why, why should a mom, why should a mother of two kids whose bodies change shapes, who's gone through all of these things. Why is this even, why, why is it even okay that you're in here? Why should somebody be here? Why, yeah, why should yeah. they jo join CrossFit Greenlight? Why should they be doing this? Well, I think, um, you know, again, it, I think it goes back to what I was saying about, you know, I like to ask people what, what's changing for them if they're in this environment that in addition to physical capabilities, yeah, yeah. um, and it's really, I think for a lot of people, what happens is confidence. Hmm. And I think, you know, what I see in, I mean, I definitely can speak more to like the experience of women and mothers than people in general. For so sure. I'll, I'll well, let's take hone that in there group. for sure. But, um, you know, you have your kids and you pour yourself into them by necessity. Um, but a lot of moms and a lot of women just kind of start to neglect themselves hmm. mentally, time-wise, physically. And it's just, there's, there's a certain amount of, not for everybody, but there's a certain amount of like, oh, I used to do that, but then I had kids and kind of this like, meh, I kind of, I gave that up, you know, um, and a deprioritizing of yourself. And of course, there's a certain amount of that that has to happen, especially yeah. when your kids are young. Yeah. But I think we're also modeling behavior. Mm. And so if what we're modeling is, and I've talked to so many women who say like, I grew up watching my mom diet like in a cycle trying to like lose the baby weight or whatever you want to call it that's how they grew up and so then they what they're learning is once i become an adult woman or a mother or whatever um that's going to be my path too mm. rather than modeling for our kids sons and daughters okay you become a parent you're a grown person operating in the world and now you're going to take care of yourself you're going to keep striving to not, you know, win the Olympics. That's not why I'm doing this, yeah. but to be healthy, um, be able to go out into the world and take a hike with the kids or go canoeing or whatever the thing is and not be broken the next day. Yeah. Um, and just, and also just to get up in the morning and like put on your clothes and feel good, yeah. not be like, you know, oh, I'm a mom. I can't wear a bathing suit at the beach because I'm old and I'm wrinkly or whatever. You know, For so sure. th there's just there's a confidence, I think, that spills into everything. And that comes from trusting that, like, you can you can gain strength, you can gain stamina um, and, you know, just like that you can use your body for for good and that it's not used up. I think a lot of us feel that way after yeah. kids. Um yeah. The young girls that I, I was listening to a couple of parents talk to me this week about their young daughters. Mm -hmm. And I do hear it a lot from um, women who are thinking about doing this kind of work, but they're afraid they're going to get too big and oh. too jacked and these kind right, of things. So right. can you talk to, to the young girl right now who would like to, but she's afraid of what that might mean for her body? Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what do we do with the... What do we do about helping to like dispel that notion? Right, right. Well, I mean, I think, you know, just on a like physical scientific level, like that's very unlikely to happen to almost any woman. I mean, some people's body types are more predisposed to be like bigger and stockier. Some people are going to be longer and leaner. That's just, but yeah. I think, you know, the primary thing that girls and women 
gain from strength training is strength, <laughs> physical and mental. Yeah, for um, sure. And I think what you see in CrossFit gyms, and I see it with teen girls in these environments, you know, my daughter, Edie, and yeah. her friend have been doing the teen class. And yeah. it's very different than watching girls walk into a, another environment with teenage boys. Yeah. The girls come in here and they just walk in like we're all here to do this. Yeah. And there's no like, oh, the boys are going to be stronger than right. us. Right. That kind of shrinking, you know, that teenage, yeah. te teenage girls do a lot. Um, that doesn't happen in this environment. Yeah. Because there's a lot of opportunity for everybody to be getting stronger. There's always going to be, I mean, this is how it is in here. There's always going to be someone who can do something better than you and someone that you are better than at any given skill. Um, and everybody's lifting each other up. Yeah. Um, so I think... If teenage girls can learn how to use their bodies to get stronger and eat to fuel their bodies mm. rather than restricting, you know, I think it's, we need to teach girls to fuel and not to restrict. Yeah. Um, and that spills over into their mental life too. Yeah. It's huge. Raising my, my two daughters, our two daughters, my wife and I, Trina, um, it's really fun to watch them on days when they come in. They're both pretty good technique wise because mm -hmm. I'm I pretty pretty determined to make sure that they're doing things well. And a lot of times we'll have some other boys in here for the the foundational class, this nine to twelve age group, and they can out front squat them, out back squat them. I say to my daughter Avery, "What uh, what do you want to do today?" I'll let them pick their their thing. She said, "I want to back squat." Mm -hmm. This is earth shattering stuff. Yeah. When I was like in high school and I'm a junior and all I want to do is like go in and bro out right, and bench. Right. If you said, what do you want to do? I want to back squat. Yeah. I'd be like, you're crazy. I'm leaving. <laughs> so every time they say that, yeah. I'm just amazed, you know, yeah. but I think what's been really cool to watch them as we've mixed them with boys and girls mm -hmm. is there isn't a, any sort of, this is the great equalizer about a gym like this and mm -hmm. about this environment is that you walk in and you are, you are absolutely given all of the, the, the backpacks that are necessary because you've earned them through your work. Mm -hmm. No one mm -hmm. cares what you're picking up and putting down. No, we no. can tell if you're walking in and going to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is whether you haven't exercised for one day in your life mm -hmm. or you've been doing this for 15, 20 years. When we get done, we all feel exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. And that is full of wonderful endorphins, accomplished, challenged, mm -hmm. and complete, mm -hmm. right? And ready to go back out and mm -hmm. tackle life, right? One of the mm -hmm. things that I'm trying to work into a lot of what we're doing is we are building everyday superheroes mm -hmm. here. That's it. Yeah. Everyday super, the mm -hmm. people, your accountant, your midwife, mm -hmm. your. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, pick pick some person that you didn't realize about that. And if they're coming into this environment, that individual is the kind of person that you could call on to do nearly anything yeah. for you in your life. Yeah. Um, I really my my biggest goal whenever we're working with somebody is that they would find a way to be prepared for anything that mm -hmm. could ever come in front of them. And they would stare at it and say. I can do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and that, that mom who's just had her two kids and she's pretty sure she's destined for like nothingness the rest of the way she can come in and rediscover mm -hmm. exactly how amazing she is Yeah, and what, what's capable for her next 45 years yeah, of her it's life. In there. You just have to, you just have to find it. And so, yeah. and, and a lot of times 
that's the magic of a person like you, of Stephanie, of our coaching staff. We're, we're, that's what we're here to do mm -hmm. is to help you find it. Sometimes mm -hmm. we don't have any mirrors on the wall here. That's not what we do. Mm -hmm. The only mirrors we have are the two eyeballs of the coach and the other people that are around you. And mm -hmm. they'll tell you exactly mm -hmm. um, what you're capable of. And a lot of people have never experienced, you know, I think the other thing in, in our old gym and this gym, the sensation of, you know, we're all doing a workout together and some people are going to finish first and some people are going to finish last. And like you said, everybody gets the same cheering section mm. you know there's not any extra congratulations in the moment for the guy who did it the fastest or the heaviest everybody waits for everybody everybody finishes together in essence even if it's at different times yeah. um and i had never experienced that either you know yeah. watching people scream just as loud for the very last person as the first yeah. um that doesn't happen very many other places yeah, yeah. it's special yeah yeah well um I'm I'm so grateful for the the opportunity to have you here and to be speaking into people's lives to be coaching. You're you're getting a chance to go now. You're mm -hmm. going to a national competition mm -hmm. um, in October. Mm -hmm. We've got our own competition coming up here yeah. that yeah. we're we're really excited about. So, so you and I can riff on that a little mm -hmm. bit. But mm -hmm. first, let's find out about your competition. What are you what are you getting into, and kind of what are you excited about? Maybe what are you scared of? <laughs> what I'm scared of is that I didn't really realize what I was getting into. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, so what's yeah, the what's the a, name of the competition? The Masters Fitness Collective, which okay. is what it sounds like. Masters in the CrossFit world starts at age 35. And so it's um, it's for all the old folks. Yeah, um, super old. We're not competing against 20-year-olds, thank <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Um, so age divisions that are in five-year increments. And um, so there's a qualifier that was online, a bunch of workouts we had to submit. And then they took you know a certain number of the top groups for each division. Um, so it'll be a three-day multi-event crossfit competition in indiana and uh yeah so it's, it's fun you get to be with a bunch of other ladies or guys your age um and um i like the i like the push of having something to train for which is why yeah. i get crazy and sign up for these things yeah um so i'm excited for that and i and i've i've done a decent probably a dozen competitions by now mostly team but some individual yeah and I've learned enough through them that I know how to get excited now for kind of the adrenaline and the fear of it. You know, yeah. it's, it's more motivating now, like getting ready to go out there and being like, okay, I can do this. You know, um, what I'm scared for is, um, the swim. Okay. <laughs> I hate swimming. Okay. Both my kids were competitive swimmers for years and they keep trying to coach me and they're like, Ooh, mom, you know, we, we got work got to it. do. <laughs> got it. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's an intimidation factor. And I think that the thing that lingers for me, from probably way back is kind of this feeling like, are you really an athlete? Like you never really like a little bit of imposter syndrome, you yeah, know, kind of sure. like, do you really belong here? And I, and I said that the other day, I was explaining to my kids what imposter syndrome yeah. is. And my daughter yeah. said, mom, you qualified, right? I yeah. said, yeah. She's like, so you, you placed high enough to get in, right? Right. I said, yeah. She said, well, then how could you be an imposter? Sure. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's cool. uh she's throwing it back at me now um cool. yeah it'll be exciting it'll be an adventure and i'm just i'm just happy to go and it's our 20th wedding anniversary that weekend so Ooh, my husband yeah. was gracious you, enough are to the, are the kids going where are the kids going we're go? leaving them behind man yeah yep all right yep cool 
So a maybe while. they can come and uh, do the. Festivus oh yeah, they, games can, they, yeah they can come and work at Festivus work games. Festivus. All right. Yeah, they can compete. August or work. can be a judge. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows. He knows how to no rep people. He's been around CrossFit enough. He knows. He knows how to do. Or he'll it. do grunt work. He'll move barbells. He'll do whatever he needs to do. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So that same weekend that mm-hmm. that you're going to be at your competition, we're going to be hosting the Festivus Games. Yeah. And uh, the Festivus Games is a competition that started in 2011. And it really was a competition um, born of, hey, I don't really, I can't really do ring muscle ups and I'm not doing all that kind of weight. I, there's no reason for me to come to this gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the competition that is for everyone. And this is that 5K like you spoke about earlier. This is mm-hmm. that thing that puts that carrot out in front of you. It's an international competition. They've actually got some host sites in Kenya now. Oh, wow. Um, and, and some other foreign countries that they're working on. Plenty in, in Canada and Mexico. Um, so lots of really cool host sites. And we're going to be hosting that here at LEAF October 22nd. And there are three divisions, uh, novice, so brand new to this thing, um, intermediate, and then a master's 45 plus. So the workouts are already out there mm-hmm. in the world. You can see what they are. They're four workouts and they'll all take place on the one day. And I'm really excited to invite everyone through this up and down the valley from mm-hmm. all all over the place to to come into a gym um, and uh, test themselves, mm-hmm. right? To come in and see that this is well within their that they're not imposters, yeah. that they do belong, and that they're really really capable of some pretty awesome things. So, it's a blast. Um, I'm, I'm going to be sad to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. You know, my brother and uh, my sister in law. Um, did the Festivus Games last year, mm-hmm. you know, and I'd been trying for a number of years to, you know, sort of coax them into the into the CrossFit world, and they they did so all of their own accord. Found a great gym, CrossFit Thunderbolt in in Illinois, mm-hmm. and they've both been wonderful members there for quite a long time. Um, but they did Festivus Games last year, and it was really really wonderful to watch my sister in law like do stuff and feel strong Mm -hmm. and and do things that I don't know that she necessarily knew she was capable of Mm -hmm. um, before that. Mm -hmm. And then to watch her really light up on that and what that means for her family, for her, her daughters and son, um, for their relationship and really our, our entire extended family. So I know the magic of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to to welcome people in. So if you're if you're interested in signing up for that, um, it is a pairs competition. Um, but if you're struggling to find uh, a pair, we'll find somebody to pair off with you. So it can be either male male in the same category, female female, or male female in either one of those oh, cool. um, divisions. So um, excited about um, that possibility for our members and then all all of the folks and really you don't need to be a crossfitter you don't Mm -hmm. you know if you can move your body a little bit and you want to come in and test your capacity we'd love to have you doing that so um just want to just want to wrap this thing up with um somebody's somebody's out there listening to the podcast sonia somebody's Mm -hmm. out there in our community and they're not quite sure maybe they're thinking hey you know what i i think i probably should go take a look at this gym maybe maybe after labor day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or uh you know my birthday is the 12th of september so i'll start it then because that way i'll be that day i'll be 54 and that's the right, right year to start. right right like, yeah why what's the pathway for for that mom for that 
professional for that. You just got to walk in the door. And I think the right time is, you know, tomorrow morning. Um, because there's, we've all experienced that feeling of like, oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll, uh, I'll stop drinking wine on Monday, mm. but I'll take the weekend. You know, there's always a little bit of, like, if you just kind of keep pushing it out, you can always find a little bit of ex- an excuse. Yeah, yeah. And even once you're a consistent mem- here, member here, you can, you know, the alarm goes off. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little tired this morning. Um, but it's the community that keeps you coming. Sure. Um, and so I think you just you just got to get in the door and get in front of those people's faces and um, and start. Yeah. There's not uh, the right time is not way out at some imaginary date in your mind because um, then there'll always be a re- reason to put it off. Yeah. So the right yeah. time is tomorrow. I, I hope you don't wait. Um, we can't wait to introduce you to yourself again right when when you walk in the door here you're gonna find coaches who are gonna greet you at the door Mm -hmm. they're gonna get you checked in they're gonna get you comfortable they're gonna introduce you to everyone in the room Mm -hmm. you're probably gonna be like way overwhelmed by how many names you had and we're gonna say who cares about that and then we're gonna warm up we're going to make sure that the warm-up is tuned up for you, mm-hmm. that it's not too much, that you understand where things are at. And then we're going to get ready to do the actual workout for the day. And we're going to make sure that that's the right fit for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not going, hey, that's the workout. I hope you can flip over a thousand pound tires. Right. Wow. We're not doing tires here, by it's the way. Endlessly adjustable. If you're not sure, <laughs> we don't have any tires here. <laughs> don't worry. Maybe someday. <laughs> But not not today. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, it's adaptable. It is. We're meeting you where you're at, and we're just really hopeful that you'll choose today to figure out or have somebody remind you of exactly who you are. Yeah. And that's what we're we're aiming to do. So, mm-hmm. Sonia, I'm super uh, grateful for you. Um, well, thank you. I'm, you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. If you uh, if you haven't met Sonia, it's worth the price of admission just to come and hang out <laughs> with her, watch her work out, and prepare for her competition. And uh, she is she is every woman, right? She is um, powerful, strong, confident. She's a mother. She's a professional, and she's a wonderful human. And we're grateful to have you here. And, Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for your time. Yeah. So if you uh, if you're if you're ready to come and join us and start your journey, we'd love to talk to you. You can visit uh, leafgym.com, L-E-A-F-G-Y-M.com and uh, book either a free trial class or you can always reach out. Love to, to text or call with you and just find out how we can best serve you. So grateful to you for the time and uh, we'll look forward to uh seeing the results of your your competition and the and the future forward so thanks a lot thanks thank you for tuning in to this episode of know your leading edge podcast with your host kyle Vera. for more information or to check us out on the web please visit leafgym.com learn character from the tree values from the roots and change from the leaf